Section 9 of A Brief Account of the Destruction of the Indies. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Arnie Horton. A Brief Account of the Destruction of the Indies by Bartolome de las Casas, Translator Unknown. Section 9 of New Spain in Particular. Among other slaughters, this also they perpetrated in the most spacious city of Cholula, which consisted of 30,000 families, all the chief rulers of that region and neighboring places, but first the priests with their high priests going to meet the Spaniards in pomp and state, and to the end they might give them a more reverential and honorable reception, appointed them to be in the middle of the solemnity, that so being entertained in the apartments of the most powerful and principal noblemen, they might be lodged in the city. The Spaniards presently consult about their slaughter, or castigation, as they term it, that they might fill every corner of this region by their cruelties and wicked deeds with terror and consternation. For in all the countries that they came, they took this course that immediately at their first arrival they committed some notorious butcheries which made those innocent sheep tremble for fear to this purpose therefore they sent to the governors and nobles of the cities and all places subject unto them together with their supreme lord that they should appear before them and no sooner did they attend in expectation of some capitulation or discourse with the spanish commander but they were presently seized upon and detained prisoners before any one could advertise or give them notice of their captivity they demanded of them six thousand indians to drudge for them in the carriage of their bag and baggage and as soon as they came the spaniards clapped them into the yards belonging to their houses and there enclosed them all it was a thing worthy of pity and compassion to behold this wretches people in what a condition they were when they prepared themselves to receive the burthens laid on them by the spaniards they came to them naked their privities only veiled their shoulders loaden with food only covered with a net they laid themselves quietly on the ground and shrinking in their bodies like poor wretches exposed themselves to their swords thus being all gathered together in their yards some of the spaniards armed held the doors to drive them away if attempting to approach and others with lances and swords butcher these innocents so that no one of them escaped but two or three days after some of them who hid themselves among the dead bodies being all over besprinkled with blood and gore presented themselves to the spaniards imploring their mercy and the prolongation of their lives with tears in their eyes and all imaginable submission yet they not in the least moved with pity or compassion tore them in pieces but all the chief governors who were above one hundred in number were kept bound whom the captain commanded to be affixed to posts and burnt yet the king of the whole country escaped and betook himself with a train of thirty or forty gentlemen to a temple called in their tongue cool which he made use of as a castle or place of defence and there defended himself a great part of the day 
but the spaniards who suffer none to escape out of their clutches especially soldiers setting fire to the temple burnt all those that were there enclosed who break out into these dying words and exclamations o profligate men what injury have we done you to occasion our death go go to mexico where our supreme lord mantencuma will revenge our cause upon your persons and tis reported while the spaniards were engaged in this tragedy destroying six or seven thousand men that their commander with great rejoicing sang this following ire miranero de tarpea roma como se ardia gritos de niños y viejot y el de nadase dolia from the tarpeian still nero espies rome all in flames with unrelenting eyes and hears of young and old the dreadful cries they also committed a very great butchery in the city tepera which was larger and better stored with houses than the former and here they massacred an incredible number with the point of the sword setting sail from cholula they steered their course to mexico whose king sent his nobles and peers with abundance of presents to meet them by the way testifying by divers sorts of recreations how grateful their arrival was and acceptable to him but when they came to a steep hill his brother went forward to meet them accompanied with many noblemen who brought them many gifts in gold silver and robes embroidered with gold and at their entrance into the city the king himself carried in a golden litter together with the whole court attended them to the palace prepared for their reception and that very day as i was informed by some persons then and there present by a grand piece of treachery they took the very great king mantencuma never so much as dreaming of any such surprise and put him into the custody of eighty soldiers and afterward loaded his legs with irons but all these things being passed over with a light pencil of which much might be said one thing i will discover acted by them that may merit your observation when the captain arrived at the haven to fight with a spanish officer who made war against him and left another with an hundred soldiers more or less as a guard to king mantencuma it came into their heads that to act somewhat worth remembrance that the dread of their cruelty might be more and more apprehended and greatly increased in the interim all the nobility and commonality of the city thought of nothing else but how to exhilarate the spirit of their captive king and solace him during his confinement with verity of diversions and recreations and among the rest this was one viz revelings and dances which they celebrated in all streets and highways by night and they in their idiom term mirotes as the islanders do archaitos to these masks and nocturnal jigs they usually go with all their riches costly vestments and robes together with anything that is precious and glorious being wholly addicted to this humour nor is there any greater token among them than this of their extraordinary exultation and rejoicing the nobles in like manner and princes of the blood royal 
every one according to his degree exercised these masks and dances in some place adjoining to the house where their king and lord is detained prisoner now there were not far from the palace about two thousand young noblemen who were the issue of the greatest potentates of the kingdom and indeed the flowers of the whole nobility of king montecuma and a spanish captain went to visit them with some soldiers and sent others to the rest of the places in the city where these revelings were kept under pretense only of being spectators of the solemnity now the captain had commanded that at a certain hour appointed they should fall upon these revelers and he himself approaching the indians very busy at their dancing said san Jago, that is st james it seems that was the word let us rush in upon them which was no sooner heard but they all began with their naked swords in hand to pierce their tender and naked bodies and spill their generous and noble blood till not one of them was left alive on the place and the rest following his example in other parts to their inexpressible stupefaction and grief seized on all these provinces nor will the inhabitants till the general conflagration ever discontinue the celebration of these festivals and the lamentation and singing with certain kind of rhymes in their archytos the doleful ditty of the calamity and ruin of this seminary of the ancient nobility of the whole kingdom which was their frequent pride and glory the indians seeing this not to be exampled cruelty and iniquity executed against such a number of guiltless persons and also bearing with incredible patience the unjust imprisonment of their king from whom they had an absolute command not to take up arms against the spaniard the whole city was suddenly up in arms fell on the spaniards and wounded many of them the rest hardly escaping but they presenting the point of a sword to the king's breast threatened him with death unless he out of the window commanded them to desist but the indians for the present disobeying the king's mandate proceeded to the election of a generalissimo or commander-in-chief over all their forces and because that the captain who went to the port returned victor and brought away a far greater number of spaniards than he took along with him there was a cessation of arms for three or four days till he re-entered the city and then the indians having gathered together and made up a great army fought so long and so strenuously that the spaniards despairing of their safety called a council of war and therein resolved to retreat in the dead time of night and so draw off their forces from the city which coming to the knowledge of the indians they destroyed a great number retreating on the bridges made over their lakes in this just and holy war for the causes above mentioned deserving the approbation of every upright judge but afterward the spaniards having recruited and got together in a body they resolved to take the city and carried it at last wherein most detestable butcheries were acted a vast number of people slain and their rulers perished in the flames all these horrid murders being committed in mexico and other cities ten fifteen and twenty miles distant this same tyranny and plague in the abstract 
proceeded to infest and lay desolate panuco a region abounding with inhabitants even to admiration nor were the slaughters therein perpetrated less stupendous and wonderful in the same manner they utterly laid waste the provinces of futepeca ipilkingonium and columa every one of them being as large as the kingdoms of leon and castile it would be very difficult or rather impossible to relate the cruelties and destruction there made and committed and prove very nauseous and offensive to the reader tis observable that they entered upon these dominions and laid waste the indian territories so populous that it would have rejoiced the hearts of all true christians to see their number upon no other title or pretense but only to enslave them for at their first arrival they compelled them to swear the oath of obedience and fealty to the king of spain and if they did not condescend to it they menaced them with death and vassalage and they who did not forthwith appear to satisfy the unequitable mandates and submit to the will and pleasure of such unjust and cruel men were declared rebels and accused of that crime before our lord the king and blindness or ignorance of those who were set over the indians as rulers did so darken their understanding that they did not apprehend that known and incontrovertible maxim in law that no man can be called a rebel who is not first proved to be a subject i omit the injuries and prejudice they do to the king himself when they spoil and ravage his kingdoms and as much as in them lies diminish and impair all his right and title to the indians nay in plain english invalidate and make it null and void and these are the worthy services which the spaniards do for our kings in those countries by the unjust and colourable pretences aforesaid this tyrant upon the same pretext sent two other captains who exceeded him in impiety and cruelty if possible to the most flourishing and feral in fruits and men kingdoms of guatemala situate toward the south who had also received orders to go to the kingdoms of naco hondera and guaymura verging upon the north and our borders on mexico three hundred miles together the one was sent by land and the other by sea and both well furnished with horse and foot this i declare for a truth that the outrages committed by these two particularly by him that went to guatemala for the other not long after his departure died a violent death would afford matter sufficient for an entire volume and when completed he so crowded with slaughters injuries butcheries and inhuman desolations so horrid and detestable as would abe shake the present as well as future ages with terror he that put out to sea vexed all the maritime coasts with his cruel incursions now some inhabitants of the kingdom of yucatan which is seated in the way to the kingdoms of naco and Neymor, to which places he steered his course came to meet him with burthens of presents and gifts and as soon as he approached them sent his captains with a party of soldiers to depopulate their land who committed great spoils and made cruel slaughters among them and in particular a seditious and rebellious officer who with three hundred soldiers entered 
a neighboring country to guatemala and there firing the cities and murdering all the inhabitants violently deprived them of all their goods which he did designedly for the space of an hundred and twenty miles to the end that if his companions should follow them they might find the country laid waste and so be destroyed by the indians in revenge for the damage they had received by him and his forces which happened accordingly for the chief commander whose order the above said captain had disobeyed and so became a rebel to him was there slain but many other bloody tyrants succeeded him who from the year fifteen twenty four to fifteen thirty five did unpeople and make a desert of the provinces of naco and hondura as well as other places which were looked upon as the paradise of delights and better people than other regions insomuch that within the term of these eleven years there fell in those countries above two millions of men and now there are hardly remaining two thousand who daily die by the severity of their slavery but to return to that great tyrant who outdid the former in cruelty as hinted above and is equal to those that tyrannize there at present who traveled to guatemala he from the provinces adjoining to mexico which according to his prosecuted journey as he himself writes and testifies with his own hand in letters to the prince of tyrants are distant from guatemala four hundred miles did make it to his urgent and daily business to procure ruin and destruction by slaughter fire and depopulations compelling all to submit to the spanish king whom they looked upon to be more unjust and cruel than his inhumane and bloodthirsty ministers end of section nine